The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dum Dums and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma, Maud Buggins. Having completed their journey through Lulu's memories, Hambone's body is warping inside the Night Hag's shack. Varner almost died. Despite her rage, Maud protected her injured companions, and the phantom Zeriel named Hambone is worthy. What happens to someone when a fallen angel thinks they're cool? Nobody knows because it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus Edition. Hambone, you're feeling your skin begin to 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 move, and it's it's not in a cool rhythmic hambony mm. way. It's in like a an odd, gross body horror way. <laughs> is uh, there is there pain with this um, transformation? Yeah, I think like um, 
sickening discomfort, but not pain. Okay. It hurts, but you like it. Uh, I, and, I feel weird. Do I look weird? And Mad Maggie goes, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. I, 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 that's on me. Uh, I was a little worried about this uh, because you see when you use demon icor for anything, uh, it can have um, some, some side effects. I mean, you've seen the red caps and like crazy Jerry runs by me like, oh, Hi, Jerry. Uh, um, and suddenly... Uh, <laughs> he's got a knife in his eye. Yeah, and then suddenly yeah. in your, like, he responds and he's like, oh, yes, hello, new friend. Pardon me, I must continue with my cartwheels. And he continues cartwheeling, but the, to the two okay. of you, you just hear... <laughs> and he just, like, rolls by. Um, she goes, so uh, this, 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 is gonna, this is gonna get weird. Uh, so, Tyler, uh, I need you to roll a D100. Okay. So that is uh, the 2D10. Yeah. This is a full-on uh, like HP Dumpcraft rule. Looking at a choice, what is that, 60 or 90? That's a 67. Oh, wow. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, and can you please roll, roll that for me two more times? <laughs> two more times, the D100? Yes, please. Okay, this is the second roll. I guess the, the first roll of the two. That is a 17. 17, Okay. And this is the last one. Oh, wow. Very close in the same neighborhood. That's a 19. Ooh. That's actually very funny. That's, like, these two are very funny results. Uh, okay, so um, you're, uh, as you're, you're, you're standing there, suddenly like you, you feel one of your legs uh, begin to, to elongate. Um, oh, and the muscles kind of get stronger. Like tilt over? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you start Down to tilt over. Um, and then as everyone watches, um, your eyes go jet black. Um, and suddenly you can sort of, when, where you see shadows around the room, you can actually see very clearly. Um, <laughs> I already had dark vision. Do I have superior dark vision? Sure. Yeah. You have, you have demon dark vision. Now. Okay. Yeah. I'll give Darkest you, uh, I'll give you advantage on, uh, on checks in low light. Uh, but unfortunately now you've got this weird, like, uh, Richard the third gate, except you rolled twice on the same thing. So your other leg begins to elongate. And uh, now you're actually just, you're, you're, you're like, tall. you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Monstars after they took yeah, a basketball yeah, player's yeah. talent. Yeah. You can see in the dark and your legs are kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, How tall is he with these weird long legs? Uh, well, as a goblin, you're, you're pretty small. Uh, I don't want to take away your like fury of the small, fury of the, small. <laughs> fury uh, of the tall, but I think now, <laughs> yeah, you're probably like, if you were like four feet. I think you're, you're kind of like five feet. You're just like a... Dang, I'm a man-sized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything looks a little different from up here. I feel badly, though, that you already had dark vision, so... Um, you want me to roll again? I do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This chart is also just a delight. 87. So your eyes go black, but then you blink, and they're your regular <laughs> eyes again. And what happens, Tom? Um, yeah, so you kind of blink that out, and you're like, oh, gross. Uh, and then... Um, suddenly you just, you feel like the breeze, uh, on your ears is, is particularly, um, uh, like it, it's, it's odd. You just, just suddenly like your ears seem to almost be, be drifting in the breeze a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to reach up and feel. Yeah. It's, it's so weird that they're, they're very long now they've, they've elongated, uh, and to kind of your, your delight and horror, uh, you realize that, um, Hambone has grown wings for ears. <laughs> Which means you now have a flight speed of five feet. <laughs> but can five he hear? Feet. Yeah, yeah, he's still here, but it's it's Dumbo style. So how big are these fucking wings? I, I think five feet isn't exactly a very good. So they're distance. sort of like yeah. so I'm they're like hands. Yeah, I'm imagining I mean, they're just I've kind of. I already got it. I think. Yeah, right, and it's a it. little weeby anime-ish, but it, it's it's Morgan from the Capcom games. 
Uh, oh, she yeah. Has, yeah, yeah, the little, like... She the, has, like, little bat wings little that come out wings. of her head. <laughs> sure. She doesn't fly with them, but they're just kind of, like, decoration. Uh, and she has regular ears. But in this case, just my ears, I think, get longer and kind of start to arc a couple times. And then the <laughs> web appears in between them. And they're just, like, bat wings. Yeah. So it looks like you got Batman's cape, but so fully stretched at all times. Yeah, it's just, like, my ear membrane has been, like, stretched out. And there's, like, extra ridges to form wings yeah so you can kind of hover above the ground can i <laughs> fold my ears into my head when i'm not yeah, using them? I'll, I'll oh, awesome. <laughs> i don't like what this place is doing to him bone um, this is fascinating isn't it though yes ah uh, well I'm, I'm glad you're happy i'm uh, i'm thrilled <laughs> um so hambone i think what i'm gonna give for you with your useless useless flight speed is um, in the interest of cool monk things you can do. Uh, we'll say um, sort of uh, once a day, uh, similar to Goblin Jr., you can use it to give yourself advantage on a flying jump kick. Okay. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, cool. All right. Um, so uh, after uh, the transformation settles, um, Lulu's just kind of like dazed. Uh, and Mad Maggie's like, oh, she just... The agony from having to relive those memories, and it was so nice of uh, of Yale. Uh, that was the, uh, the the lady you saw die and then not die to uh, to share her memories with Lulu. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known any of that going in. But uh, it's uh, oh, just so much pain after after the uh, the death of so many of the Hell Riders and the failure and the the damnation of of Archduke Zariel. Mm, yum yum yum. I feel great. I sort of missed the end. What happened? Oh, uh, well, um, uh, wait, hang on. Uh, Lulu, and she just boots Lulu, and Lulu's like, oh, what? Oh, hey, hey, y'all. Um, oh, oh, wow. Okay, well, um, sorry, the, okay, you want to know what happened? Uh, well, you see, I got this story from, from my, my friend Yale, uh, once we, we arrived there. She was one of the, one of the Hell Riders, one of the best. Um, she, she's dead now, I think. I think most of the best ones are, are gone. Um, but, uh, Zariel, uh, she'd been, they, they prayed for her long ago. And, uh, so they'd shown up and, and we saved that town. We sure did. And it was great. Um, but then, uh, that's, it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Yinogu just, uh, he wanted revenge. So, so he brought a bunch of his old demon, demon buddies and they just started wrecking the town. They, they killed most of the people there. So Yale got the word to us and, uh, we showed up and we drove them right into hell. And, and that was the ride of the hell riders. Uh, we all, we all went in after them and, and that's when everything went wrong. Uh, Zeriel led her armies down there, and we all fought by her side. But when things looked hopeless, well, she uh, she made a deal. She made a real bad deal with uh, with Asmodeus, the uh, the the king of all the hells. She she offered to serve serve him in the war against the demons, and she's been carrying out an eternal war ever since. A uh, bunch of the a uh, bunch of the Hell Riders turned tail and ran. They sealed off the portal. A bunch of them died. Um, and me, well, I, I helped, uh, helped Yale. We, uh, Zeriel, uh, we, we took her sword. We, we didn't want what she'd become to, to have it. So we plunged it into the earth and, well, I think that's where I lost a lot of my memories. I threw all my power into it and we, we built a, a massive citadel around it, but, uh, but Avernus didn't lack that much. So I think there's a, there's a scab around it now. And took everything I had and I stumbled into the sticks and I think that's how I lost lost what I had. But listen, I, I know I know how we can how we can get in there. And if we if we can get that sword, we might just be able to save Zariel. I I'd like that. I mean I I'd, I'd like to also save the city that we came here to return to. I'm going to say city first, Zariel second. 
But overall, yes, anything that fucks over the demons and the devils, cool. What if we do it tomorrow, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mad Maggie says, oh, uh, yes, no, uh, you are definitely not getting out of here tonight, mister. Okay, I can't leave tonight, so tomorrow better work. Um, Lulu's like, I mean, this hell's been, the war's been going on for a long time. I, I don't know that that big old chain city that we came to save, I don't know how long it'll last, but it'll probably last the night. I think we, we could all probably use a rest. My head fucking hurts. Like, I just got real drunk on heffalump juice, you know? I feel great. Look at me. Flap my ear wings and I... <laughs> and she okay. flaps her little wings and she's like, we can be wing buddies. Yeah. Okay, Mod, you and I should sleep. I don't want to turn into that. And they just point at <laughs> Hambone. Hambone looks behind him. <laughs> I don't know. I could use longer legs. Uh, the demon Iker is right there. Do you want to drink some? <laughs> I just like take out my bow. <laughs> well, I guess not. I mean, you can. You saw what, it, what effects it had on him. You, you are like Mad Maggie used a lot of it. You are <laughs> this Marge Simpson esque. When this you don't get things you want. You get things the demons give you. What's your I mean, was it going to last forever? Um. You're not sure, but it, you suspect it's the kind of thing that if you kind of like went to a temple back up on in Faerun, someone could probably magic it away from you. Probably. Probably. You could damn your soul. Never get out of here. What do you mean damn my soul? We he just are... grew long legs and stuff. You do not know the damage it did to his soul. Hambone is just handboning with his long legs. <laughs> doing However, jig. you know, it's all bullshit anyways. And the gods are failures. Drink it. Go ahead, corrupt yourself to the gods of the demons. There is no meaning here. You're all stupid. And then Mad Maggie says, you've never talked sweeter before. Come with me. <laughs> uh, and she leads you away. You're a beautiful night hag. I like you. And you're a beautiful nihilist. Let's go have dark sex. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm and Gruntilda vibes from her. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you are Gruntilda. correct. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, oh my so goodness. <laughs> Laura, Great reference. real, real question for you. You're going to, you're going to drink that icor? Um, actually Maud thinks about it and she thinks she has to, she has to, um, redeem herself on her own. Okay. <laughs> she has to earn those long legs. <laughs> yep. Maybe, maybe it'll be a reward. <laughs> <laughs> so are you taking some with you for bottle, a reward? I'm going <laughs> to bottle some up and put it in my pack. Okay, so um, each of you uh, gets kind of a, a night uh, night to yourself, uh, except for Werner, who's, I believe, sharing it with... Would he actually, like, sleep with Mad Maggie? Or oh, is 110%, it? Okay. yes, if he can get an erection. <laughs> What's the... Uh, oh, it's fine. She's got she's got stuff for that. Okay, What's, then he's got uh, an icor for that. What's the... <laughs> no, he wouldn't take that. What do you think is the, like, sex montage song as we, like, either pan up to the curtains or if it's, like, The Witcher, we just see, like, random... Odd clips of <laughs> you holding each other in weird places. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Re- I think it's not The Witcher. I feel like it's the it's original sin. If you remember the erotic thriller with mm. Angelina Jolie and Antonio Banderas, Ooh, where the sex know. scenes are incredibly explicit. Only it's yeah. Werner Herzog fully nude <laughs> and the night hag. Yep. I think they're just throwing down to like like eighties softcore porno music. Like it's <laughs> it's it's what's was that like the Midnight Blue series or whatever that played oh, on Showtime? Uh, yeah, here? yeah, Baby Blue. Yeah, it's Baby Blue music and yeah. and boning. <laughs> Only they're gross, but it, they're into it. Yeah, and for some, some reason it all looks like a VHS. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. The yeah. tracking doesn't quite get there. <laughs> 
Um, but you keep trying in case you saw a boob. <laughs> yep. And uh, <laughs> then you do, and you're like, ah, oh no. <laughs> so this better not awaken anything in me. <laughs> All right, uh, Hambone, how are you spending the night? Um, I'll set aside enough time to get a good amount of sleep. However, I would like to know how uh, the Red Caps uh, spend their evenings and, and kind of partake of whatever they do as a society in the, in the fort. So if that's like a crazy gnome rave, I'm there, baby. I think it is now. Okay, cool. Um, except you're now like significantly taller than yeah, that. I just walk through like <laughs> yeah. among them. It's the club from the opening of Blade, only they're all red caps. Uh, uh, yeah, I was actually thinking the Zion rave from the Matrix 2. Same thing. <laughs> one's just like, the other one's blood. Yeah, yeah. Just, just drums and everyone just like dancing in slow motion while two people fuck awkwardly in a corner. <laughs> Yep, it's just the we're just ah oh shit we're reloaded now. God, okay, the Merovingian shows up. And he's like, I'm French. Um, <laughs> that's, right. that's crazy, Jerry's brother. Crazy French. Uh, so Tyler, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration um, from just spending a, a fun night with the Red Caps. Um, I think as as a collector of experiences, um, it's fun. It's fun to see how the the ones who have like the Mad Caps and the Red Caps interact. Uh, you can actually speak very fluently with uh, the Madcaps now, okay. uh, now that you're also touched by the Demon Eye Corps. Um, they're not particularly deep, but man, they are kind of fun. Yeah. Um, they're it's, like the jolly version of Conspiracy Reddit, where they're just like, oh, what if the sun's just like a disc? It's interesting to be among pe- a, a people who have created a life where basically there should be no life for any extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So that is fascinating to, to Hambone. And they all love Mad Maggie. Yeah. Like okay. they're, they're all in on, on Mad Maggie. They'll follow her to the ends of the earth and back. They will, uh, Maud Buggins. How do you spend your night? Um, are Brina tea leaf and Van Rickness around? Yeah. They're, they're about. Okay. I just want to go up to them and say like, you guys look bored. You want to help me practice <laughs> some battle shit? <laughs> mm, practice some battle shit. Mm. Yeah, fight with me. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, so you uh, you spend the evening training with the the two Kenku. Um, they hmm, because they're bird people, <laughs> they actually can like their their movements are a, kind of an interesting experience for you to try and track in mm-hmm. combat. Um, what the, what can I give you from this? Um, I am going to give you. Uh, this is a, a mechanic I'm stealing from um, uh, Powered by the Apocalypse. I'm basically going to give you, uh, well, yeah, it's just, it's sort of inspiration, but it's basically um, a hold. So mm. think like uh, it's a point of inspiration, but you can only use it for combat. Cool. If that makes okay, sense. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Awesome thing. Um, wicked. And then, um, Werner, uh, you and Mad Maggie uh, finish up um, and then like are sleepy. Um, <laughs> but is there any pillow talk or do you think you just both pass out? Um, <laughs> Mickey comes in with drinks. I think Vernon just is asleep. Yep. I feel like he's done and he's done. Like he's he's all the way out. Yeah, great. Um, so um, yeah, the you pillow fall- talk is for people under the age of five hundred. It's it's true. She's like <laughs> she's already put on her like reading glasses and she's just like midway through like a spooky hell novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like doing a crossword. <laughs> yeah, she's Sudoku, but like hell Sudoku, so all the numbers are letters. Um, <laughs> they all spell, they all, they all spell a all swear word in one of the like six different languages <laughs> yeah, 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 she and yeah, I yeah. speak. She's like, oh, good. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. So um, 
hell, hell's an awful place, but uh, you managed to spend a, a pretty reasonable night uh, in Avernus. So feel free to uh, up all your stuff. Uh, also, we're going to pause for a hot second because you've all just gained some levels. Ooh. Ooh. Hot damn. Yeah, man. It's one shots, baby. <laughs> uh, so we're going to pause for a hot second to sort that out, and then we'll be back. How, how many levels do we get, Tom? Uh, you're currently what? Six. 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 Uh, you know, I'm just having one of those fire sales. Everything must go. Grab yourself. Not one. Not two. Not three. But four big levels. <laughs> level level ten. ten. Look under your chairs. You get a level. You get a level. <laughs> one of you gets a car. <laughs> You've got Batwing three years. <laughs> we'll be right back after these levels. Hi, everyone. This is Laura here. I'm not totally sure what to say because Ryan is making me do this because I'm sitting here and we're about to record. But if you want to help to join in and possibly mess me up, uh, you can throw some fun into the mix at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice and join our community. Have a say in what happens in the show and a bunch of other stuff. So come check it out and make my life better or worse. Who knows? No time has passed for you, but much time has passed for us. It's the year 2025, and we're finally done leveling our characters up. <laughs> um, so, yes, all of you awake from um, uh, sort of a, a night of rest, having processed your, your time here in hell, um, as well as having lived through um, the memory of someone who up till now has been kind of just a, an adorable little, little buddy, uh, but who's actually a mighty <laughs> war mammoth. Uh, you all find yourselves... Um, better suited for the, the jobs ahead. So uh, you, you wake up feeling refreshed and also full of, uh, of new skills. Uh, is there anything any of you desperately want to share with each other and or the listeners about what you just got from your cool levels? Uh, just that I felt like I was a little uh, underwhelming compared to you guys because I've multi-classed uh, and I feel much more capable. Uh, and then I, I was just remarking off, off air that that means that you guys have become <laughs> even more effective now that you're level ten uh, in your specified classes, Laura, you got any cool? Do you, have, do you have any cool tricks, Tyler, that you want to share with the class? Um, the cool thing about Monk is, as I gain more and more levels, I get faster and faster, so my movement speed will just incrementally increase. Nice, <laughs> very cool. Which is very good because if you hadn't rolled twice on the leg thing, that just mean that it's down by ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. mod. Um, I'm excited. I've never had a character with this much HP, so uh, yeah. that's really exciting. How much do you have now? I don't know what 96. it is. 96. Oh, nice. Oh, Jesus. God, I know. I'm I couldn't believe it. Nothing compared to you guys. <laughs> I was just like, I had to reread that several times. I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> I am. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, I, I just have, I have intimidating presence, which oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just like so fucking like crazy <laughs> that I just scare people by looking at them. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Okay, so I now have a new ability called Escape the Horde. So any attacks of opportunity against me are at disadvantage, which is fun. Mm, cool. Um, I have some other like nerdier stuff. Like now, one of my favorite terrains is Hell, which means I have <laughs> advantage on uh, like intelligence or wisdom checks related to that tr- terrain. My proficiency is doubled, and I'm good at a bunch of other weird shit. Uh, and I have a new spell uh, called Lightning Arrow. That is gnarly af and i cannot wait to use man that night hag fucks the magic yeah. right into verner that's cool <laughs> are, we, are we getting to any cool car parts soon perhaps literally right now excellent i just learned the spell heat metal and i cannot wait to fuck <laughs> shit up with it 
So, um, Lulu having, uh, taken some time to, uh, to kind of get her, her, her head back together, um, explains that, um, the, the sort of challenge before you is, um, she knows where the sword is now. Um, but she also rem- remembers that in order to prevent Zariel from just like fucking bombing in there and taking it back, um, they had to put some safeguards in place. So in order to um, gain the sword, which will theoretically give you uh, the power to release Eltrail as well, basically you can your options, as you understand them right now, are you can try and redeem Zeriel in the hopes that she'll help you bring Eltrail back up to uh, the sort of uh, earthly plane. Um, you still need... you, Or you can try and kill her, which might also break, break whatever compact there is. You still currently don't have any way of dealing with the companion or the chains. Um, so you'll likely need something to to help with those, um, and that's kind of where you're at. So, <coughs> Zerial companion chains. Yep, those are those are your your prime issues. Um, you know that uh, Thavius Krieg signed over sort of the the souls of everyone in Eltrell uh, to Zerial. So, if there was a way to find that contract that you observed in the puzzle box. Um, there might be a way to to break that. In terms of the other things, um, you can ask Mad Maggie. You can do some investigations. But basically, um, the Zerial will likely a lot of this hinges on if if like Hambone had mentioned that he he's interested in redeeming Zerial. Obviously, Lulu is as well. You're not quite sure how you would do that. Uh, but odds are, since she engineered this whole scheme, um, she might actually have solutions to some of these problems. That said, you're, you are in Avernus, uh, and there are a lot of different people down here willing to wheel and deal. Uh, Mad Maggie recommends um, that she's heard, uh, sort of through the grapevine, that uh, Zerial's lieutenant, Baal, might, uh, might be able to lend you a hand. Um, sorry, Bell, not Baal. Um, Bell, B-E-L, is... Uh, I believe he is assigned. Let me just check my notes here. Um, waka 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 waka. Um, da, 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 da. Yes, he is. Uh, he's been assigned as an advisor to to Zeriel, uh, and is apparently quite loyal. But uh, Mad Maggie has it on good authority that uh, that might not be entirely accurate. Uh, and he runs the forge that essentially arms uh, the um, the Devil Army. Um, so. He might have something that would help you deal with a companion, um, or he might be able to point you in the direction of something that could deal with the chains. Uh, the other option is in order to um, access uh, the temple where uh, the sword is held, uh, Lulu says you'll have to um, travel into kind of a, a pretty dark region of hell, um, but uh, there was a, a hell rider um, who escaped with, um, shit, sorry, let me get my notes here. Um, basically there's a, a hell rider named Haruman, um, who she thinks has fallen now. She's not quite sure what happened to him. Uh, but, um, there's a, a site called Haruman's Hill where he punished the hell riders who, uh, who fled. Um, so he, he has part of, um, he basically has, uh, essentially an amulet, in his care that will allow you to um, pass into this sacred temple that now holds the blade. Um, so if you're looking to get the blade back, um, your first port of call would be Haraman's Hill. But there's a problem with Haraman's Hill that uh, Mad Maggie explains. Uh, in order to get there, uh, you'll have to 
run afoul of uh, one of the major warlords uh, who's running around. So there's a bunch of infernal machines, uh, think like Mad Max supercars, running around, as you know. And um, there is a lady who's an archmage named Feonar, who has been is uh, known as a, an archmage and a necromancer of some uh, great capability. And she and her warband have been picking over Harriman's Hill and areas around it in an attempt to continue to build a massive army of the undead. So if you were to try and venture in there, you'd basically be crossing into her territory and running afoul of her. But as far as Lulu knows, there's no other way to access the temple. Um, now that Lulu remembers that she could transform into a terrifying war mammoth, uh, is she confident that she could do that on command? Uh, she doesn't, she remembers that she was able to do it. She doesn't remember how. Um, but uh, the way I'm going to treat that is uh, I'll roll a dice uh, if she attempts it. And if the roll is good, then she will. If the roll is bad, she will not. Because uh, she has the, the effects of sticks on her, her memories are recovered. But unfortunately, um, without being properly treated for it, uh, the damage is lasting, which is also a good warning to all of you that if you ingest any of the, the water from sticks, Get it uh, get it looked after sooner than later. Okay. okay, so we can go deal with the demon, which we know I fucking hate to do because they're shitty and meaningless. Or we can go get a sword and bring it perhaps to kill Zeriel with it or befriend Zeriel, but we don't give it to Zeriel. But that might be good. What does everyone else Think. Mad Maggie does point out that uh, to get to Bell, you'll have to cross um, Harriman's Hill anyway. So it might be a thing you can do en route. There we go. We go on the way. Make a deal. Kill the demon steal anyways. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I like that. I, we might as well swing by Harriman's Hill on the way to Bell. I mean, if Bell has a forge, she can probably build things for us to help us uh, figure out what to do next to save El Torel. Yeah, let's go to the forge. Okay, how far away is this forge? So um, it's basically like a, a day's ride, but you'll have to pass through uh, Farinar's territory. Dope. So I say we go, we get to Harriman's Hill, clean out the necromancer because one of my preferred enemies are the undead. <laughs> Slay them, claim this amulet that gets us a sword, then go to the forge. Does that make sense to everyone else? Let's get this done. Sounds good. Okay, let's do it. So, um, Mad Maggie, who's like smoking a cigarette, the night, still the morning after, she's like, I've just got that lovely post glow, you know? It's just great. And Mickey like comes over and plays his weird accordion, and she's like, you get it, Mickey. You really get me. Uh, listen, um, you know, I've been uh, asking around, and uh, turns out the uh, my, my little buddies here, my little uh, red caps, had a, had a pretty good time uh, with you there, Mr. Ears. Uh, I'm Mr. Ears. Um, uh, crazy, crazy Jerry in, in particular really had some some good things to say, and um, both uh, both uh, Brina Tealeaf and uh, my old pal Van Rickness both said uh, they enjoyed training with you and you taught them some new tricks, Maude. Although, admittedly, you just you look a little extra spooky this morning, and I'm feeling it. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. Um, you've, uh, you know, you've done some good things for the people around here. Even that fucking skull is, uh, is singing your praises. So as a gift to you from me, your, your dear sweet aunt for most of you, except the one I had coitus with, who's like, that'd be weird if I was his aunt, but from your old aunt, Mad Maggie, 
I got a little gift for you. And she yells to uh, Van Richten. She's like, show what we got. And he goes, hmm, big reveal. Hmm. And uh, pulls off a, um, like, what is probably a sheet made of skin. Um, and beneath it is a fucking massive war machine. Um, and um, it's, uh, you recognize it as the one that uh, the two Kenku were working on. And you can see some of the red caps are, like, you know, just, just putting the finishing touches on it. Uh, so it is a um, sort of a massive, think like war buggy, um, sort of like, so big wheels, uh, sort of a heavy chassis. Um, the driver is kind of enclosed in a, in a sort of almost a pod. Uh, and it's got uh, two kind of massive weapon um, enclosures. Like if we're thinking, if we start with the body of kind of uh, a dune buggy, Build it out a bit. It's large, um, or like um, was the warthog from yeah Halo? from Halo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's in that ballpark. Um, but it's got two kind of uh, rotating weapons uh, emplacements, um, kind of in the midsection. Um, on the left, uh, there's a harpoon gun. So just like with massive uh, multi-spiked harpoons, um, and on the right, uh, you just see kind of like um, a massive chamber of what's like. There's sort of two big um, uh, canisters. Uh, and sort of a long barrel made of bone. Uh, and at the end, there's uh, a skull with kind of jagged vampiric teeth wide open. And you can see just small fire lit in either of the eyes. Uh, and you recognize it as a flamethrower. Um, Amazing. So she's like, <laughs> I just had the boys throw just, you know, some extra bits and pieces we had on here. Um, but uh, far be it for me to name such a, a wonderful uh, creation. Uh, I guess I leave that to you. What would you like to name it? The Hambone Mobile. I don't care. I just want to go. Whatever. It's the Hambone Mobile. Let's move it along. So um, as soon as they hear that, the Red Caps like exchange some money because clearly they'd been betting on it. Um, and then immediately they all nod to each other. And with like alarming efficiency, they immediately start like quick welding uh, little flaps of metal and, and wood and other things. Uh, you get the sense that when you drive, it's going to sound like the car is slapping itself. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what an improvement. This will help with our stealth, you idiots. So um, she's like, so uh, I'm very happy with, uh, with to, to give you this vehicle. Um, so one catch, though, uh, you're going to need uh, what's known as a soul coin uh, to drive this. Uh, have you encountered any of those? Yeah. I think I have one. You got, yeah, <laughs> oh, you yeah, got, I got one. I got one from a friend. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully not too close a friend, because this is going to hurt them. Oh, well, I mean, it was given. Do you know what? Sometimes it's better not to know. Uh, so you slide the soul coin into the slot, and immediately you hear it kind of shatter, and uh, there's a horrible scream. Um, and, uh, you see kind of, um, a, a reddish light begin to glow kind of through some tubes and other things. And all of a sudden fire shoots out of the exhaust pipes and this whole thing starts gearing up. Uh, but, and you can kind of hear the engine running, but under the engine, you can just hear constant screaming. I'm sure you're both thinking this is very disturbing, but I want to remind you, even though I say other things, sometimes when emotional, there's no such thing as a soul. <laughs> this is just the sound it makes. You're explaining this to us. You look to me, you look to Maud, you look to me, you look to Maud, you look back where I was. I'm not there anymore. I have climbed into the wagon and now want to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, clearly I'm the harpoon guy. Maud, do you want the flamethrower? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, let's... Fucking get out of here. 
All right, so we need to take a couple seconds for mechanics here. Um, the, you, know, you know how you name something, and then a second later, you're like, oh, I got a better name. You can rename it. It no, is your. No, he no. can't. <laughs> we all agreed. What's your better one? No. It's a secret. All right. Oh, Patreon level. You're not going to remember it for Patreon. I will, because it's a stupid for ass portmanteau. For $100 a month. <laughs> Um, it's all right. the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. No, yeah. no, no. I like <laughs> Hambone a feel better. Uh, that ambulance is pretty great. Who knows? Maybe we'll get another one. Okay, so um, <laughs> we'll, we'll steal of his own that's for health purposes. Here is, uh, here's your sheet. So basically, um, with War Machines, the way it works is, uh, this is going to be vaguely familiar um, for those of you who've played Star Wars. Um but basically, there are uh, on this particular on the handbone mobile, there are three action stations. Uh, so there are two weapon stations. There's a the harpoon flinger and the flamethrower, um, and then there's the helm. Um, so basically, Tyler, if you're going to be driving, uh, your actions are as an action. Uh, you can use drive, which lets you propel up to the speed or uh, to full speed, or to bring it to a dead stop. As a bonus action, you can start or stop the engine, dash or disengage. Uh, insert a soul coin or pour a flask of demon icor into the engine. Um, you don't have any more soul coins, but you do have one flask of demon icor that basically is like nitro from fucking Fast and the Furious. Amazing. You can also use your reaction to juke the vehicle, um, which is if something is um, shooting at us, you can shooting like- at it. You, you can only do it the once, but yeah, it's basically a roll a deck safe to avoid do hurt. a barrel roll. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Better not barrel roll the car. <laughs> in terms of the the, the shooters, um, I've got your your weapon stats here. Um, the vehicle you've been given is a Tormentor. Uh, it has AC 21, 60 hit points. Here's the only thing that you really need to understand that is different from how most of this works. Um, there's a damage threshold for vehicles um, for these uh, hell wagons. Basically, what that means is uh, you have a damage threshold of 10. It's not like damage reduction. It's the threshold that needs to be beaten before damage is dealt. So even though your HP is only 60, at least 10 damage has to be dealt for any damage to register. Oh, so that's just okay. how the armor works. Is it like just, shrugs off 10? Yeah. Well, no, 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 not, not quite. I have to beat 10 on damage. And so, for example, if I hit you for 11, it's not like so it 11 comes off of 60, but you have to do more than 10. I have for to it do to more count. than 10. Okay. Exactly right. Each vehicle has its own damage threshold. That said, there's also a mishap threshold. Uh, which is 20, and that's um, if you... I forget what the exact rule is, but basically um, it, there are horrible things that can happen to your vehicle because it's a weird hell wagon held together <laughs> by a soul. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. Um, you also have crushing wheels, uh, which are basically because you've got like big monster truck wheels on this thing. If you want to drive over someone, <laughs> you can hurt them very badly. If they're already prone, you hurt them very, very badly. Um, and because you made such a good impression on Mad Maggie, she's also equipped you with raking scythes, uh, off the sides. So you're like a bad guy in a speed racer cartoon. Ooh, um, or the evil chariot in exactly, death race. Yes. A hundred percent or in gladiator. Um, so those are your things. I've written this all down for you. I'm going to put this kind of in the middle. Great. Um, but that cool. is, that is how that will roll. Um, so you kind of settle into the vehicle. You each kind of get in into your appropriate pod. Um, Mad Maggie and her crew kind of uh, wave to you. And she just says, oh, and Lulu obviously kind of like settles in the middle. She's like, I'll, I'll just be here for moral support. And, you know, maybe trumpet some tunes. Um, and uh, Mad Maggie says, listen, uh, you know, I don't often meet people I enjoy so much here in hell. Uh, so thank you all. And uh, 
you know, I hope you find what you're looking for. But if you don't, you can always come back and tell me about your agony, and I'll just be so joyed. But uh, enjoy your ham bone mobile, and uh, uh, just go have fun, you crazy kids. Thanks. Uh, and, and Crazy Jerry will throw something to Hambone and he'll catch it and it's goggles because goblins wearing goggles driving hell cars is the coolest fucking thing I could think of right now. Wicked. And uh, Maude, do you say anything? Um, well, let's get a fucking move on. Okay. And I just floor it. <laughs> uh, so the scream grows louder. The fire rises. Uh, <laughs> and the Hambone mobile launches full speed. You're all slammed back against your, your restraints. I think... Um, for the harpoon gun, it's it's kind of a um, think uh, like those weird vertical crossbows um, from I forget what movie it is, but like if you flip the like it's an X, it's that kind of like high tech cannonade one. I don't know, it's just a cool sure. looking crossbow. Um, and for the flamethrower, you're like fully like strapped in. Uh, yes. I think maybe you have like a welding mask on yes. and. Um, yeah, it's uh, you, uh, Werner. You've got a little less cover, but you need it to be able to accurately aim. Whereas Maud is just like point and burn. Uh, so with that, uh, the Hambo Mobile shoots up off a ramp, uh, and for a hot second, you're you're airborne. Uh, you see hell stretch out beneath you, and fuck, feels pretty damn good. So what's the uh, what's the badass driving song you have? Uh, Lulu attempt to toot out with her elephant horn. I mean, Hambone <laughs> is driving, so he has control of the, the, the Lulu. The ham radio? <laughs> Oof. I was trying to avoid the word radio for <laughs> continuity, but yes. Um, what song will it be? How about we don't go jokey on this song, and it'll just be... Uh, uh, I think it's just called Rip and Tear from the Doom soundtrack. <laughs> it's just brutal metal. <laughs> Great. All yeah. right. So to the sound of Rip and Tear from the Doom soundtrack, um, you uh, the, the tires hit the ground, um, start kicking up dust, uh, and you start burning um, towards uh, sort of a hill you can see in the distance. You can see a small creature that seems small, at least from, from this distance, circling it. Um, and uh, you think you can see the glint of, of, a, of a vehicle driving around. And you grit your teeth. You put the pedal to the metal. And the stain are going to fucking Mad Max Car War. Our Vern is One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A A. HZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time, Christian Manicola, Long Long, the Half-Blind Prophet. 
James Cuellar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.